Uh, there it is. Okay, now it's recording. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Natty Free. This is this part. This is Natty Free. It's a Hello Dangerous podcast. Uh, as always, I want to thank everyone for listening uh, on all platforms. That's what's up. I appreciate you guys. Uh, today, I have two very special guests, and you guys know I'm traumatized from doing intros, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves because, uh, yeah, that's what I do. Hi, everybody. I'm Nayula Speaks Labrie. I also go by Rap Baby, and I am a artist. I don't really like to call myself a rapper. I'm just a musical artist. Recording artist. Musical artist. <laughs> um, hello, I'm, I'm Fee. I also go, go by Lil Fee. Um, recording artist. Been making music, and um, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I'm here with Natty Free. Thanks for having us on the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for blessing the show. Like, I'm super excited to have you two because I heard about, like, obviously I listened to Aussie's music first and I seen Fee name pop up and I was like, all right, cool. And then you start hitting me up on Instagram and I was like, all right, forget this. Mm-hmm. We got to meet in person. And I love that, like, you were like one of those people who was just like down to leave the screen because I hate living on the screen. Like, it's not real life. Yeah, absolutely. And then I found out about you. Because I put some on Instagram, and I was just like, name, like, the dopest, like, women rappers in Sacramento. And people kept saying, you and Callie's name. And I'm like, I know Callie. Give me somebody else. Mm. And everyone just kept saying, rap baby, rap baby, rap baby. And I hit you up. And then, like, y'all been, like, just both super-duper cool. I was super-duper nervous to hit both of you guys up because, like, the internet's weird, you know? Like, it really you know, is. Like, you're right. like, how people going to respond and how people... Everybody, everybody grew up different. So Some like, people are yeah. very weird about it, yeah. They're like, oh, you actually, like, want me to, like, talk? Like oh everyone, right, everyone feels like um, maybe too cool on the internet. Mm-hmm. It might kind of be sort of the thing. Yeah, this is one artist. Yeah. He did that. Like he he posted something where he's like, I'm trying to collab with people, and I was like, bet. So I hit him up. Like I was just like, hey man, like I got the script I've been thinking about, and then he was like, cool. And I was like, uh. I hate that. <laughs> I hate feeling like that's the one thing I don't like about my Instagram or Instagram at all. And I don't really go on it that much is because <coughs> everybody is really similar nowadays. And so, like, what they're saying is similar, too. And it's almost like this too cool behavior all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't really like pe- hitting people up that I don't know either because I don't know how they're going to respond. So it's pretty brave of you to just go ahead and do it. I think that's cool to get... To where you're going, help your yeah. podcast and your artistic stuff too. Mm-hmm. I just be trying to like connect people. Like I'll just be trying my best. Like I don't know. I think that's like my gift is like to connect people. Like I was watching that show, The Godfather, or like it's like some on Netflix about this black dude in Hollywood and how oh, basically like just he I just knows hella people. Uh-huh. And like it was boring. Like I, I turned off halfway through. I'm not gonna right, lie. Right. But like I got the gist of it. It was just like he's this black dude. He just knows hella people. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows people who could get you out of jail he knows people who could get you a beat he knows people mm. who could get you front row tickets to the lakers he knows people who could get you in political office like whatever Anything you need yeah right and yeah he, i saw that the black he was just like there. super yeah that's what it was called and he was just like super duper like fearless and i thought that was like really cool and like my friend my book producer was like hey like this is you mm. like you're this person like you know all these random people do different things mm. different age groups different backgrounds different cities countries and she's like yo like that's you you do that so like i try just to like grow and if i think you're dope i think you're dope like i'm 
I'm not like gonna be like too cool to be like, hey, like I like your song. Like, that's corny. Plus, we're all local, so I feel like it's we should definitely um, all be, if not supporting each other, or if not working with each other, supporting each other in some way. So I think that's good. Big yeah. time agree. Like that was like my biggest thing whenever I got back on Instagram was like I wanted to know what was happening in the city. So like on my Instagram, like I pretty much only follow like Sacramento people. Like, I don't follow any, like, celebrities. Or I follow, like, organizations, like, that are somewhere near where I'm just, right. like, I like what you're doing. And, then, like, it's helped me, like, find people like y'all. Because, like, just following, like, local artists, like, mm-hmm. finding um, High on there. And then from there, mm-hmm. seeing other people. And then kind of, mm-hmm. like, seeing him share other people's posts. And I was right. like, all right, this yeah. is dope. No, I like that because um, me and Fee always talk about living in a bigger city. Because I grew up in the Bay Area. And we want to maybe move there or move to L.A. or New York. But what we talk about a lot is like man we have to like have our city on lock before mm-hmm. we try and go mm-hmm. do any kind of something in a big mm-hmm. city like we have to have sack like you know we need to know all the musicians here and yeah. have a lot of shows here have mm-hmm. a big following here before we try and conquer mm-hmm. another city because when we do go to other cities and we meet people they'll be like okay so like you guys are like sack right mm-hmm. and i i almost don't feel comfortable being like <laughs> yeah because like not yet at least mm-hmm. for me you know so i like that you mostly follow sack artists that's cool and then i feel like once you have your city on lock too like i feel like your city does the footwork for you you know mm-hmm. like yeah. like, I, like i'm like a big like me and they carry like super cool and like i'm watching him go on tour with like hobo johnson mm-hmm. and i'm just seeing that's how like yeah like sacramento like amplifies his name so much that like it starts to leak out to all these different cities like even mm-hmm. i was listening to gucci man do an interview and he was saying how like you know how like his friends were like playing his his music to people in like canada exactly. ohio right. and like so your city's just pushing you out and then it's just like exactly. like even like being in sacramento like how you guys like you guys see my work and other people's pages where i'm just i started looking up like damn like wait these people find me through other people so it's like once you get your city mm-hmm. on lock they're just throwing your name out there. So when you get to these different places, they're like, oh, that's yeah. Fee. Oh, that's oh, that's Rat Baby. Okay, like, they got this, they got that. And it's just like, all right. I feel like that's also why the social media is a is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right, a good tool. Definitely. If you know what you're doing, yeah. Spread a lot of my music. So I feel like that's really, it was it's a really useful tool. And that's the way I look at it. Social media is like really beautiful. True. Could be weird too, though. Very yeah, like, like if you use social media with intention, I feel like it's like dope. Like, yeah. But when I was on like Instagram, maybe like six years ago, I was just on there looking at dumb stuff, like trying to see who like right. the best looking girls. Like, right. I wasn't like I was doing nothing productive, Babes, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. You're right. just like, who got the flyest car in the city? Like, and it, it just so, was depressing. Yeah, it's uh, everything's at your fingertips. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, I guess I'll get to like my famous question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes what makes you both dangerous? Whoever wants to go first, I'm... <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah, you go okay. first. Okay. Um, I feel like what makes me dangerous is that I have like a past that is a completely different person than I am now, mm-hmm. and the only people that really know that are like people who are really really close with me, and. Because of that, I have a lot of experience with all kinds of different people and situations and environments. And so something will come up with current me and I'll, I'll know how to like navigate through that situation or I'll be able to help my friends navigate through that situation. And they'll be surprised, like, how do you even know about that or this or that? And it's like, I feel like that's what makes me dangerous, basically, is 
my past helps me with my present. That's huge because that gives me a leg up on people where, like, I worked, like, in a corporate setting for, like, eight years. So, like, I was exposed, like, to a lot of different people where, like, like when my friends were, like, still stuck in, like, in the same environment, same people, I was out in the world meeting different people. So, like, mm-hmm. now, like, at 28, like, being an artist, like, I'm able, like, to hang out, like, with a Fee or hang out with an Aussie or hang out with a High or hang out with a Ken or, you know, meet some or meet, like, people who own venues to you know, meeting high school artists because, like, I've had so much experience with different people where I notice, like, a lot of times people have, like, very specific experiences with certain people and it's just, like, when they get out of it, they're just like, whoa, like, how do I, how do I interact with these people? Like, right. this is confusing. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it totally, like, throws them th- for a loop. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? You got the pen, too? Yeah, the pen. All right, I don't know what it's called. The jewel. There we go. Yeah, I, I guess that's probably uh, what makes me dangerous. The jewel. Definitely having a jewel. Uh, a pretty, pretty good work ethic. I mean, I'm just. <clears throat> I like to perform a lot. I love performing. I can get pretty. Uh, I guess you could say dangerous. I I like to get in the mosh pit when we're performing, but. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I want to say, yeah, that that's pretty much what makes me dangerous. I'll just, I want to, I want to do this music stuff. I won't stop working. I'm not gonna stop until I get to uh, that end goal that I must achieve. You know, I'm not gonna stop. We're gonna get that bag and keep working for it. Honest, get that honest bag. Definitely, <laughs> Man, all that's the honest bag. And. uh Oh, I'll do anything for my fucking family, too. That's another thing. I fucking mm-hmm. love my family. I love my mom. I love my brother. Um, I'll do anything for them. So, they're a big part of my life. That They, they inspire me. They, 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 they're the reason why I keep going after this shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were answering your question. Is, like... Because that's something that makes you different than a lot of people that I know. Is you have, like old school morals and like mm-hmm. values i think that's yeah. some, one of the things that makes you different and dangerous i guess mm-hmm. basically because you stick to <clears throat> like morals and values that like a lot of guys your age don't mm-hmm. care about at all and you don't yeah. care what your friends or other people are doing you're yeah. like uh this is what i do and that's how exactly. i was raised i just I big let, facts big i let facts. the work speak for itself that's what another thing yeah and that that's that like definitely showed like even i think i mentioned that too when i first met you it was just like that definitely showed the screen like you're very like unapologetically yourself like you're comfortable mm-hmm. doing you and being you absolutely and, and like even like like i was i was just like i was thinking like when like when we hung out i was like this dude's like ahead of the curve because like for you to be like yo like let's leave the screen like that's a yeah. that's a big step like not too many people leave the screen so i was like yeah. oh this dude is old right. school <laughs> like like some yeah, people they, they're comfortable just being like on the screen all day and like you'll see him in person and be like hey what's up fam and they'll be like yeah i really believe in just being honest be yourself you got to really be comfortable with yourself learn how to mm-hmm. love yourself and then from there you can really do anything because you won't be worrying about how other people feel about you or what other people think or worry about looking a certain way because you're just comfortable being yourself i think that's really important for people to just practice or whatever you want to say just just love yourself, be yourself, be honest, and so, just do your do your thing. Quick question for you. I know you mentioned family. So, like, was that, like, something that was, like, preaching your family? Like, 
like individuality like do you feel like like you were given a space kind of with some people like a lot of times like the reason why people struggle is because like you know like you're shunned for who you are and like you kind of have to find yourself as adults so like, yeah like was it like do you feel like in your house like in your home like you able to like be yourself and like wild out and like oh like, like go to like gosh. the bumps and bruises <laughs> bro i'm like i'm smiling right now i'm laughing because definitely yeah that's beautiful that's, i can hear it oh man it's it's so i have like so many stories but like my parents they were really themselves like always raising me they my my pops was my pops my mom was my mom they were like definitely very alternative parents um they really they really like let us do our thing like i i got into like skating and biking when i was young so like my pops really supported that my mom supported that they thought it was pretty cool and i uh, i thought that was dope and um i'd be skating they really supported that and then they also had a pretty good taste in music so that's like another thing that really got me interested in music very early on they put me on to like mtv oh so <laughs> cool yeah my parents were definitely themselves they were into like all they they grew up like in like the the 70s 80s and 90s like uh-huh. all the, like the best era so fire they they got all the good music and yeah they definitely really let my little brother and i be ourselves my little brother was he uh i tell the story all the time but i love that man i love that boy so much dude when we were little he would always wear this hulk costume and it had little foam muscles oh i just i picture that in my head right now i fucking love that guy shouts out to my brother jason uh yeah he'd wear that shit to the grocery store and shit yeah my mom and dad really let us be ourselves man i had like i you know they really i had this whole emo phase and shit like dude it was fire they let you experience like every single phase definitely and that and then like just the way they raised me and like just taught me how they just taught me how to be myself and just be comfortable with myself you know damn that's a really big important thing and they really let me be myself so excuse me i really got to like uh preach that and praise them because they tell me everything that i believe in and i'm like they're the reason why i am the way i am so yeah i love them both rest in peace my pops he's he he was super dope he taught me everything taught me how to be a man that guy was awesome so yeah shout out to my parents shout out to my whole family i really like love my family so that's i'm I'm big on that definitely i could tell because like and you got tell me how to pronounce your name. Right? Naila. Okay, so I had it right. Yeah. So like like when like when when you mentioned his family, I could like see like you light up like instantly, and I was like, oh, I gotta ask him about this because like I always yeah. think that's like that's like something I want to teach like whenever I have like a family is just like just like giving like children that space to like really like figure it out like even mm-hmm. like you know like like my friend like he talks about like non-binary people and like my friends like damn like I wish I had that experience like to experience that and just like figure out like, if that's something that i am or not where mm. he, he's like you know when i came up like he's 38 and he's like you know when i came up it was like you like girls you do this you do that and it's mm-hmm. like he's like you know it's cool to see like people like go out there and like figure out who they are what they like and right. i just like that i like to hear people who have the experience of being in power because like it just carries over into mm-hmm. your adult life and like there's that's like one less learning curve for you because you come yeah. into this and you're ready and like you really just know who you are and like yeah. really appreciate yourself. Your, your fam is your first gang. Like that's that's your first crew. That's your first set of really good uh, homies, if you want to put it like mm-hmm. that way. Like I, I really, my parents like were my friends and they put me on to everything. It was dope. Right and like I feel like 
since um, a big thing in our generation is like pushing back and getting rid of old ways, which is good at, mm. too, but at the same time, like, I see like a difference in people, not many people talk about their families very much, even, mm -hmm. and I know it's not talking about people who have like abusive family situations, people who have good family situations, a lot of people like want to push away from that to be like cool or whatever, mm -hmm. but that's something that Fee taught me is like how important family is and like how spending time with your family, like it sounds so cliche and like simple, but it's like yeah. so important. They are your Very first, they're like your first crew your first friends mm -hmm. they tell you what's right and wrong tell you what to do what not to do they keep you out of trouble right they put clothes on your back food in your in your belly everything roof over your head yeah. it's the it's, it's a comforting feeling cool parents yes i feel like i feel like it's like it's like just a basic human like that's something that like we all come into this world like hoping to have is like mm, a yeah. solid family foundation like you know like Absolutely. to have that like it was so dope to like go like to my friends' houses and see like, like I remember like like uh, one of my prof my first ever like college professor like I remember like seeing him and his wife and mm -hmm. just waiting to interact with each other and just being like so like in awe like of how healthy they were and how like they could just crack jokes like he'd just be like he'd be like man look at that big ass look at your big ass head and like the fact they could like crack jokes right. I'm, just, yeah. I'm like oh. you know, I'm like oh they ain't finna fight they ain't finna pull no guns out like right. and everyone and everyone's just like no nah, like that's how they get mm -hmm. down I'm just shook like whoa like Definitely. that's hella healthy and like over time like I was learning like oh like. Like, I saw someone on Instagram where they were just like, if you're in something that's boring, that means it's healthy and that's okay. Mm -hmm. like, like, there doesn't need to be, like, all this crazy stuff going on. Like, yeah. you could be somewhere, like, with a friend and you guys just be like, like, me and Ken, like, we'll just, we'll be at his house for four hours. Mm -hmm. We do the same thing. Sit there for, like, three, four hours watching, like, the dopest yeah. YouTube videos. And we take a walk to Safeway. We grab some beverages, grab some exactly. chips and salsa. That's the best. And it's super chill. Do, like, bro. like we're not gossiping. We're not no. talking mess about nobody. Like all we yeah. doing is just talking up about our friends. How much we love them. Mm -hmm. What ideas we have. He might play some of his beats to me. And then boom, that's and, fun. And someone else might be like, "Damn man, like y'all ain't popping the balls. Ain't no, ain't no girls came through." And it's like, "Nah, we kicking it, bro. Like exactly. we just being yeah, present." That's like the bad part of social media. Everyone, yeah, they have this like like picture in their head this idea in their head of what they want to do or what they think they should be doing mm -hmm. absolutely and that's one of them like being just like at these crazy places doing these crazy things <laughs> yeah. like, you could chill at the crib that's so tight yeah chill with the homies walk to the store i love that shit just meet up smoke talk about the just just shoot the shit mm -hmm. very fun like simple people forget how to do that right simple like that's the thing is like i feel like a lot of basics and simple things are like forgotten mm -hmm. yeah. lately at least maybe that's just through my perspective but the way i see the world right now just like simple things are it's <laughs> like, just you like you always just like you just meet up with your homegirls and kick it and talk like that's right. so that's all you, right. you that like you'll do that for like whatever hours like, hours right. like yeah just kicking and talking doesn't always have to be something lives. going on like yeah. all the time and then when things yeah. are going on it's more it's like a little bit more special for me like mm -hmm. when i go to events or things like that it's 
like a special occasion especially for us like yeah, we're we excited yeah like I've, I've gone to the studio to record with aussie we just ended up just talking the whole time not even mm-hmm. recording track like yeah that's the best thing and then i those I, are so awesome <laughs> I, and i just love getting out man just exactly get off the screen go out to the shows and go whoever showed just go support them local shows sacramento shows like it's that's the best part just going out and like your image your face people will will remember that how you carry yourself how you talk how you how you greet people first impressions really matter mm-hmm. and just be yourself just kick it just talk to people it's simple and yeah, no. I, I definitely agree with you about like people forgetting like the simple things because like me being like a single person it's funny because like you'll talk to people and like they'll they'll be like man like like what, what are you into man you know candle lit dinners with a big old bottle of wine and like oh. it's like some like crazy like very like archaic way of thinking and i'm just like i'm like like what else do you do like oh man like they'll be, oh, i like to go hiking i like to go snorkeling skiing i'm just like but what else do you do like you don't do that every day in your life right you, yeah. you probably go snorkeling once a year with your friends maybe you do but it's like what else like what do you do on tuesday eight o'clock you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you really right. doing? Right, when you get like, off work. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like, what are you doing in your everyday life? Like, when you got when you got 20 bucks left in your account and that check don't hit for another three days, what are right. you doing? Where are you yeah. eating at? Where are you kicking at? Like, who are you talking to? Like, yeah. that's what I want to know. Right, what you do when you're broke, that can tell you a lot about a person. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, I'll tell you right now. I'm, 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 I have, I'm, I'm working a full-time job, but still, like, I'm broke right now, dude. I just did a show. Um, I'm fucking doing a podcast with not with Natty Free right now. We're just kicking it, man. Like, I'm about whatever the the check comes when the check comes. When mm-hmm. That's the honest bag we're working for. But you don't have to like have all this, all this cash to do to do all this shit. Like mm-hmm. real shit. If you're, that's that's you know that's what they say. You're the realist. Um, when you're broke or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Just, I'm I'm here with. Naila, my girlfriend, we've been together for five years, you know, so it's That's like beautiful. super soft. All I need is my my woman, you know, and we're here. We have a roof over our heads, you know. Shouts out Naila's mom, cool mom, great parent, like just awesome shit, you know. Very, very good. Um, but yeah, man, we're just here. I'm having a good time. I feel yeah. like I feel like broke times like definitely like kind of remind you. It kind of like either like it like makes you do some wild stuff. Or, like, grounds you. Like, there's right. no middle stressful. ground. Right. Like, yeah, it, it gets stressful at times, definitely. Don't get me wrong. We, every, yeah, we've had stressful mm-hmm. times, of course. Like, but as we, like, grow, every year we grow, it's, like, easier to mm-hmm. deal with yeah, stressful for times. Real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we also don't, like, we don't let it take we don't, over. Yeah, we yeah. don't revolve our lives around money. I mean, mm-hmm. everything is revolved around money, but we don't, like, <clears throat> stress about it to where it's like we can't even have can't fun function yeah, yeah where, where everything is just like all right like what i'm gonna do how i'm gonna get this money today yeah. like right. what i'm gonna do and i think if you're in a relationship it, at at this age especially like we're we're both working Naila and i both have our, our little hustles our grinds so you know we support each other right like we were able to go to the show after afterwards go and celebrate which was a great show actually which um I want to talk about shout out to Aka dude Igwe Aka that show was amazing last night at the Guilty oh it's Igwe damn I've been saying his yeah, name wrong forever Igwe or I mean you know Aka I just call him Aka yeah shout <laughs> out Chuck Deuce Ossie you know everyone was out there they had some special guests that show was crazy Aka had like, look like it he uh 
build this whole set to make it look like his bedroom basically had I saw Xbox, that. bro, and a TV in his bed and everything. It was super, so awesome. I love that. I thought yeah, that was a really cool. TV, dude, was, I was really tempted while Ostie was performing to just you know catch my breath and play some two K, but I didn't know how to focus. Like you know, but hey, that was an amazing show. That was awesome. Shouts out K Hella, dude. Shouts out Ostie. Shouts out everyone who came. Shouts yeah, that show was. In my opinion, your guys' best show yet. It was really I, cool. We've played a lot of shows, like tons of local shows. I love I love every show that performed, but that one definitely was the one. Guild Theater was an an epic venue. <laughs> Very beautiful <laughs> night. Oh, I still yeah. got to check that place out. Yeah, absolutely. I think my sister's doing a show there tonight, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like set up had, like a play theater. Like a theater, yeah, like it's a, really nice. That's what it looked like. I think my sister's doing a show there tonight. I gotta look. I gotta look it up. Sacramento is beautiful. We have a lot of beautiful venues. I love mm-hmm. uh, Cafe Colonial. The Colonial. It's mm-hmm. like two venues. Right. But right. Right next to each other. I love that place so much, dude. I love performing there. I love my shows there. Those are the best shows. What's interesting about Guild too, Bryant Ego Death. He told me this Shut yesterday. Ego Death. Uh, Guild Theater. <laughs> it's been open or it's been there since 1915. Damn. You know that it's an those old bricks, ass building. Those bricks in there, uh, dude. The, those are them bricks. I forget who I was. I was standing with Ego Death, with Brian, and we were like, you know what? These bricks have probably been here for a long time. We were like <laughs> next to the bathroom. There's some old bricks. Yeah, it's cool though that, I mean, that a, a historical place like that is still being used to entertain people. I mean, yeah, and for local art too. That's really dope. That right, like, super dope. Like you could pull up and do your thing. It's not, it's not just like certain people could be there. Like that's, right. that's dope. But I like that setup. It was, like he used like he he made a, a theater intimate. Like mm. that was right. crazy. That's yeah. what I was worried about. The second I saw that it was like a theater, I was like, ooh, I'm glad I'm not performing <laughs> like, tonight. Well, yeah, sure. I was like, I'm glad I'm not performing tonight because I was nervous that everybody would just sit in the seats. But no, everybody's oh. stage presence was so charismatic that everybody got up in the front and was moshing, dancing. Yeah. It was cool to me because yeah. I've played shows where people can sit down and there's been a couple times where it's like, since the, the opportunity to sit down is there, mm-hmm. everybody's mm-hmm. just going to sit down. They're like, yeah, cool guy, awesome. chilling. Right, right. Aka's set was insane. Crazy, amazing performer. Amazing performance. I saw he had, like, different, like, outfits and stuff. Yeah, it was super cool. Like, a whole show. Like, it, it, fucking act one, act two, wardrobe change type shit. Like, <coughs> That's it dope. Was super awesome. It was an experience. That Aka show was amazing. I always love watching him perform. I love doing shows with Aka. So, shout out to Aka. Definitely. That's fire. So, speaking of art, music, all that stuff, like... How did you both get into your, let's say, like, creative, oh, your creative journeys? Like, how did it start off for you? Like, was it childhood or whatnot? Or someone you guys saw that made you mm. want to get started? Do you want to go? You um, go? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I went to this type of school called Waldorf School, which some people know what it is, some people don't. I went to Waldorf School my whole life, K through 8th, and part of high school. And it's, like, all centered around art and gotcha, okay. I've heard of it, but I yeah, didn't know exactly what it was. It's centered around um, raising children, so they're using their heart, their hands, and their minds. That's, like, their thing. And so it's, like, pretty hippie. Some people see it as, like, a pretty <laughs> hippie school. Um, but you do a lot of, like, 
you play a different instrument every year. Like, you start out in first grade playing, like, the recorder, like a wooden recorder. Oh, see. And then in second grade, you still play that. And then once you get to third grade, you play, uh, like, like uh, what's the word? Stringed instruments, you like also, like, bass. You also sing, too, right? Yeah, you, you also, do you do choir, too. Yeah, <laughs> everybody has to do it all. All kinds of, uh, Everybody, you don't, like, have a choice. It's, like, oh, part of the they, curriculum. They're painting with watercolors and, like, right. you have to Damn, do that's beautiful. Art. Yeah, so you play a different instrument every Damn. year. So I started, I did recorder, and then, like, on my own time, I did violin when I was in first and second grade. And then I moved to Arizona from the Bay Area, and I went to a Waldorf school there, and I played the cello there, and then I played the clarinet, Damn. and then, because it was just, yeah, it's just part of your curriculum, and <laughs> it's, like, was cool because you can rent the instrument, but the classes are free because it's part of, it's just, it wasn't a private school. They mm-hmm. have private Waldorf schools, but I just went to their charter, like, basically public ones, mm-hmm. so it's, like, you get this whole huge education that a lot of people would pay a lot of money for, but you get it for free. A lot of people don't realize, like, that's the great thing about Waldorf. But anyways, that's what started, like, piqued my interest in music and creativity. And I went to a lot of different instruments. Like, I didn't stick with any of them. Um, Like, I didn't master any of them, but it was, like, a really good experience. And then in my family, like, my mom played flute for a little bit and her dad was really into like african drums like bongos i never mm-hmm. met him but we have a lot of his like drums and stuff like that and so i feel like part of that like part of my creativity comes from that and then the other half of my creativity i feel like comes from my dad because he's a poet he has like a lot of poetry books mm. um Damn. published and he's really a teacher but he's also a poet in english kind of guy just us Stephen Labrie yep and um, but that's what that's yeah. what started that and then damn I've always been into singing more and then I met Fee like five years ago and he was into rapping and he would always rap with his friends we like set up a little studio in his garage and they were always like please hop on a track like it would be so cool oh, yeah. like we, we need a girl to like rap and I was like I am not a rapper like I don't know and he was like just write something like let's do it and so I wrote, like, a song, and, like, everybody was excited, and so I was like, okay, <laughs> and that's basically how it started. I That's why I don't consider myself a rapper, though, because for me, the rap mm-hmm. aspect of Rap Baby is, like, fun. That's, like, carefree, mm-hmm. whereas when I start making more vocal music, I only have one or two, like, vocal songs out, mm-hmm. that is, like, a serious aspect of me mm-hmm. that takes a lot more time. For me, like, rapping is more like just for fun yeah like more carefree yeah exactly like letting loose kind Mm -hmm. of stuff yep exactly but yeah he's really the one who inspired that part of me that's my answer that's beautiful that's what's up that's a beautiful answer (laughs) yeah definitely y'all are amazing shout out waldorf school (laughs) that's like a very cool um form of education i really think i like it a lot I always heard the term, but like when you broke it down, like I didn't even know it was like mm-hmm. like that. Like that's crazy. Like like you hear those terms, like you hear like Montessori, mm-hmm. you hear like all these like mm-hmm. different schools, and like yeah. right. you always hear parents like I'm gonna take my kids to school, and, right? Like, yeah. But taxi like no, like damn, like that's what they do in those schools. Like mm-hmm. that's 
Yeah, that's why I like yeah. to break so, it down for people so they can it's, understand. It's very interesting. It's fun. It's cool. That's dope. So, mm-hmm. how'd she get started? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, like I, I said, my parents were, like, very cool parents. They, like, had great taste in music. So, um, I, I I got old enough to where I could start using the computer, start learning how to use the computer and stuff. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. like, I found out about uh, Kid Cudi and Asher Roth. Actually, there's, like, this freestyle on DJ <laughs> Enough. Uh, and it's, like, the very first, like cool like just they're just sitting at a table the microphone on the show and they're just freestyling and it was so tight like Mm -hmm. that i was like probably 12 dude like 11 or 12 just in in the neighborhood chilling uh in the crib watching that shit and then i wrote a rap and then uh my pops was chilling in the garage with the neighborhood homies and then i like went in there and spit it to them (laughs) it was it was that's great i forgot how it went i was like guys i can run a rap like fuck like check it out and like Mm -hmm. i I, I don't remember how it goes at all but i remember uh the neighbor's homie he was there and he's like okay i got a question though are you are you gangsta or studio gangsta i was like huh he's like are you gangster studio gangster? I was like, uh, I'm gangster, but what's a studio gangster? And like, <laughs> yeah, what? I really that's so weird. I was like, okay, wow, okay, like you know, that's like the first bit of like slang or like whatever, just like part of rap that like just I learned. Lingo. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly, hip hop lingo. And then from there, fucking do the internet. I got so I was like twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I'm into Kid Cudi. Man on the Moon 2, Man on the Moon, Man on the Moon 2, a kid named Cuddy, uh, shouts out to the homegirl, um, I don't know if I should say any names, but, uh, she burnt, basically she burnt a CD for me, fresh, my freshman year, and LK. I was, yeah, shouts out LK, um, <laughs> my She's freshman year, it. yeah, exactly, that's the homegirl, um, yeah, she burnt the CD for me, and basically it was, like, all a kid named Cuddy, and, I was like really into that. I it got, inspired you. Mm-hmm, and I bought the CD uh, from Man on the Moon Two, and it came with this disc, and uh, it was like a two, three disc set. And it came with a DVD of him on tour for the album, dude. <laughs> that was like the first time. Like I've seen MTV rocks rock performances. Like to me, that was like wow. Like okay, wow, stadiums, big rock bands. That's cool. That's like very like out there. But then when I saw, like, this DVD of Kid Cudi rapping on tour, like, all his shows and just him in the green room and everything, bro, so inspiring. Like, just seeing all the fans and just how, what he was doing on tour, just the little things, all the details, man. Like, that really, really inspired me. I was like, wow, I want to perform. I want to, like, write music and perform. That's me freshman year. Like, really into that shit. So, I, like, started writing shit in a notebook. I would spit it. I would always freestyle. I I love fucking... It was in Chip the Ripper. Like I said, the internet was really... I got into a lot of music. I got into Lil B, um, <laughs> of course. That was wow. And then that really... From there, I got into Soldier Boy. Pretty Boy Swag was my shit. Gucci Mane, Zanda, featuring Gucci Mane is my shit. I <laughs> love that. Those songs. I'm like, wow. Like... I, and then from, going from like Kid Cudi and like Ash Roth, and then of course I was listening to like a tribe called Quest. My parents put me onto that, mm-hmm. like all this other old school hip hop shit, and I really fucked with that. And then it was definitely like other shit too. Like my mom, they they listened to a lot of like Red Hot Chili Peppers and like Sublime, and they're kind of rapping in those songs. And like in Red mm-hmm. Hot Chili Peppers, especially, I like how Anthony Kiedis would sing. It was kind of like a rap, 
in a way like I just like started to notice how diverse like music is and got really interested in it and especially the performing aspect and recording aspect of it so throughout high school I was just like you know do the hit the ciphers at the, in high school with the homies and then once I got out of high school I was like I was like skating this whole time I've met, met a lot of cool homies I basically in freshman year I was living in Lincoln Village and then from there I moved to Elk Grove and I was going to Laguna Creek High School. <laughs> Laguna Creek. Shouts to Laguna Creek High. <laughs> I met a lot of cool homies skating there at the at Wackford Skate Park. Shouts out to Raheem and Charlie. Some of your lifelong friends. Some of my huh? lifelong friends were good friends to this day, man. And I'm really thankful to have these friends. They're amazing homies. And they're the ones who got me linked up with Ostia. So let me uh, take a couple steps back. Yeah, so I'm skating. And uh, I got this laptop. I, I basically, okay, so outside of high school... I basically got with Rap Baby, and then I'm rapping and ciphering when I met I got with her, and then we got this little laptop. I had got it for school from, I think my school or, actually no. Gabe. I got it for yeah for as a gift from my mom and uh, I started recording like I literally opened it. Uh, I had my friends over. Naila was there and Hi was there, and I recorded a track <laughs> just like I downloaded this app called Soundtrap. Little fourteen day trial recording software. You gotta get it in. I ripped a beat, a Mexico drill beat off of YouTube. <laughs> remember, mm-hmm. uh, you remember this? I was sitting in this chair in our living room, and I just like had headphones plugged into the laptop, <laughs> using the microphone off the Apple headphones. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I just recorded this track, dude, and it was crazy. And I was like, wow, wow, like just so amazing. And then we just started doing that. We started recording tracks in our garage, set up a little studio, like. Like Naila was talk like saying, and then I made like a little EP. And all the something cool about that, not to interrupt, but just no, like yeah. Charlie Heem, Hi, they would all come over like like pretty much like twice a week, and we would just sit in the garage and all like write. We would just yeah. be like, okay, this is the beat we're gonna do, <laughs> and then repeat. yeah, we would just play it over and over again, just sit in the garage and all write together and Beats we would all hop on the track repeat. I, I got a question about hi but i'm gonna ask it off air because someone told me something secret i'm, I'm gonna ask oh for sure shout out hi <laughs> that's but my yeah, guy man, <laughs> beats on repeat smoke going and like this has been uh I mean, let me take a couple steps back before like i met charlie and he this is when i first moved to oak grove i gotta give a big shout out to my home my lifelong best friend emilio and my boy jacoby he had a macbook we recorded very very this is like I'm like probably a junior in high school, mm-hmm. very young fee, young fee, and just re- record these tracks, listening to a lot of Lofty Three Hundred Five, very inspired by that man, mm-hmm. and um, and like Raider Clan too, and, right? Yeah, and Raider Clan, dude. Like, I, like I, whatever happens to them? Anyway, I I, I I like skipped a lot of early high school shit, but like yeah, um, we made these tracks, and I gotta give a big shout out to Miller because he's another one of my friends who pushed me to do this rap shit and I really do it for him so shouts out to you Emilio um this one's for you basically I always been saying that um but yeah that's my boy for life and uh yeah so Charlie and he linked me up with Austi cause they're like yo yo like we're recording these tracks on your laptop the homie Austi like has like a legit microphone shit he invited us to go record the studio or whatever <laughs> so we went and that's when I met Austi uh yeah, that's when I met Austin from there. It was like super 
super tight. We recorded my first song we recorded is uh Blunt, uh Earth Wind <laughs> Fire Blunt. Uh that song from there we took off, man, like just making recording a lot of stuff. Uh stuff on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Big shouts out to Ostiate and ever since then I've been recording with him. And then uh, working with him, doing shows with him, all that good stuff. And from there, you guys are now like a duo, kind of. It's really cool to see how you guys have grown together and now like, just, I don't know. You guys are really, you guys work so well together too. Yeah, shout out to Ostia, man. That, he really inspires me. Um, all the music today inspires me. Local artists, Ostia. Weirdos are so dope. Shout out weirdos and just everything in between. That you already know. Like, uh, I just I love music. I love rap. I love hip hop. It. I love all kinds of music, man. The other day I just posted on my story. Uh, the Joe Cocker, um, the little help from my friends, dude. I love that song so much. Like, who? Uh, Joe Joe Cocker, with a little help from my friends. It's a it's sort of like a. It's like a Beatles song. Yeah, it's a but... Beatles song, but this man covered it, and how I found it is because my mom got me a, a Jim Belushi Best of Saturday Night Live DVD, and <laughs> he was reenacting this, and it was, I was like, wow, I love this song. I don't know, but yeah, just like music is, I just love music so much, dude, and I really want to, I just love recording, and I love performing, and that inspires me to just keep going. Shouts out to OCA. He makes all the beats. We just did the video for Shiny Teeth. Oh man! Shout out to Ossie, <laughs> man. That sh- that I love that song. I love that track. And we also did Yo Mama. Um, shout out to uh, Henry for doing the cover the cover art for that. That was really fun. That was like a for the SoundCloud cover. We he, it's like a it's like a freaking um, it's like a collage. We made a collage and then did that and that was the cover it's i don't know like just music and art it's fun i love it yeah i love how like passionate you guys are about it too because like uh i guess i'm like one of those like old like old school like uh, what do you call it snarky people where i'm just <laughs> like i'm like do people actually love this shit or are they just here like for the fun of it and i right. think i think it's like a good balance like i'm not like if there's people here getting your money i'm i have no problem with that because it's oh. like you could be doing a lot worse you know like Yo, there's some people, just a plus i'm sorry yeah no y'all good yeah, yeah. So I, I like i like really like appreciate like the passion you guys have because even like watching like buffy talk mm-hmm. about your stories it's like it's like just like the joy that comes out mm-hmm. like and like just like the it's like when you guys are telling those stories about like your upbringings and like your past. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just living it as you're telling a story. It's not I just do. like a yeah. It's so nostalgic. Right, just right. speaking it, I just it's not even like flexing. Like y'all just literally like yeah. telling like y'all like true story. You're We're, just like this is what we went through. This is like I the- really feel blessed. Like you were saying, like off pod, uh, right before. I don't know if it was on pod or not, but uh, just we're not lucky. We're blessed. Oh yeah, like, definitely, dude. Hard work pays off. Yeah, being an honest, good friend pays off. These opportunities I've been blessed with, these amazing friends that I've been blessed to have into my life, this crazy cat that keeps hopping on the table, (laughs) my my girlfriend, like, um, just with life in general, my family, dude, we're so blessed, and Mm -hmm. I'm just hard work pays off, man. That's all it is, man. My, I have a full time job right now that I'm working, like, and I'm proud of myself. My my mom's proud of me, and it's like makes me really happy. Like people are proud of me for just just working, man. Just being honest. That's like I can't stress it enough. It's it's great. It's a great feeling. Just doing your 
just mind your business, doing your thing. Yeah. And man. if you, you know, I don't know. Just love your family. Love, get, show love for your loved ones and do your thing and just get into something. Just whatever you're into, whether it be art, making shirts, graphic design, recording music, writing songs, comedy, stand up comedy. I've, I've gotten into that recently. I'm a big fan. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, we just, I just actually went to my first comedy show recently. Shouts out to my fam. They took <laughs> us, dude, over there at the um, where that old uh, old spaghetti factory is over off Douglas. Do this clean comedy show and that. But I don't know. It's like any form of entertainment and art. It's cool, man. It's super dope. Like I, I, I love performing. I'm blessed with these opportunities. All these good people. In my life, it is dope. Like, like I feel like, I feel like the quality of life that I live like changed like drastically. Like once I just like full on indulged to it, because I feel like there's so many like like minded people in this field. It's just like if you're a doctor, and you start hanging out with more doctors. Like mm-hmm. you're just gonna like have like so many like similar stories, right, so many right. like different journeys and Dude, conversations. Yeah. Like even like hearing exactly. you like talk about like different like even like you hear like hearing you talk about like different albums or like different like recording processes mm-hmm. or you know, like different instruments or anything like you guys both mentioned like it clicks in my mind you know? so it's like yeah. it's dope to like where I feel like before like I was kind of like trying to find mm-hmm. like my I guess it's like my home pretty much right. here because like right. when you're here you're just like damn like like for me I grew up just being like damn I'm like I'm just weird dude like I like this stuff mm-hmm. I talk about this stuff my friends they didn't really they weren't there yet as far as like the right. like they were just kind of like why is this fool keep talking about like doing this or doing that? Like, why is he? Why is he keep listening to Jay Z? I'm like being obsessed with Jay Z. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, okay, like, oh, is he like the top dog around here? I was like, I like that guy. I, I don't, I like, right. I'm, I'm watching that guy. Like, and dude, for real, if you're an artist, you know, automatically, if you're just into just any type of art, man, whether it be watching funny videos, you just can relate, and it doesn't matter if you're a weirdo, if you're cool, and you know, you can relate, <laughs> and if you're just a cool person. There's a community out there for you. Right. Big There's time. a community for everything. Every, <laughs> everything. You know, I have so many little hobbies. Like, there's a community for everything. Right. There's an outlet for everybody. And that's the most beautiful thing about music, dude. If you're just, like, I was joking around with Ego Death on the way to the show when we were listening to this little Keed song. And I was like, yo, like, can we just perform this instead? Like, <laughs> I'm really just, I just love listening to music so much. Mm-hmm. I love, I want to, oh, I love DJ sets. I love DJ sets so much, especially when they're right. playing some good shit. When it's a good DJ set, it's, it's like an art. Set, man. Yeah. It's definitely like an art to that. Shout out to Stephanie. She hosted a really good show one time. We all that performed. Was, yeah, that uh, was... Um, and shout out to Paris. Shout out to my boy Paris. Yeah, that was his show, actually. That was his goal for yeah. the summer, was yeah. putting together and he did a that successful shit. show. Amazing. Ossier DJ. It was at at Ami's Collective. Have you ever heard of that? It's not around-ish anymore. Uh, They're trying to restart it up. I've heard that name. I feel like they... uh, Oh, oh, you know what? They uh, they shared my podcast on their page one time. That's why I put the name before. Yeah. Yeah. Lustra. That was was like... um, so that's him. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense yeah. why I shared that because I, yeah. I, I interviewed Teo and Teo knows uh, Lustra. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes okay. Cool. I I know there's other people behind it, but I know Lustra was behind it and Stephanie as well. They were behind it and they. Oh, Stephanie's but, behind um, it. Okay. Um, this all makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like all of our friends, like you just bring in this vibe and like that's you know all of our too. friends are so creative. All of our friends are doing something like 
you know, shouts out Pierce, shouts out Sex, like, those are the homies, like, um, just all the creative homies, man, everyone doing their thing, mm-hmm. you know, local sack creatives, man, it's dope, it's a, it's a really big scene. Yeah, I tell people, any way you can get involved, like, please get involved, like, like, my friend, he was saying how, like, he wants to, uh, when I was at Target before I came here, my boy was saying how, like, he's like, I'm not good at anything, but he was like, I'm good at, like, helping other people. And he was like, you know, I'm oh, good at, like, dude. setting people resumes up. And I was telling him, I was like, yeah. bro, get a curriculum and then go sell that shit. Oh, like, yeah. like go go to, like, nonprofits. Yes. Like, find, like, nonprofits that help people who are <coughs> transitioning to college and be like, hey, look, these students are going to need to work on, like, their portfolios, mm-hmm. this and that. And you go in there and sell it. And he was just like, damn, I didn't even know how. He's like, I didn't even think of that route. I was just stuck. And it's just like, like, you know, like, even if you... Even if you make beats, let's say you make beats, you like making beats, but you don't have any rapper mm-hmm. homies, you could be scoring, uh, you know, uh, movies, you could be doing uh, jingles, like, there's so many different mm-hmm. ways to get involved, like, even, like, as a writer myself, like, I could be writing scripts, oh, yeah. I could be writing, you know, like, whatever, so, like, once you, like, there's a way to get in, you just gotta find, like, your, your like, your niche, because maybe, like, you like rap, but, like, you don't want to be a rapper, like, exactly. you could help other rappers, like, you could, there's ghostwriters, like, you could be, so you could be an A&R, like, you can have, like, a good taste for music, you know? There's, there's right. certain ways to get in, so right. it's just, like... I always tell people, like, even if, like, you're not the main person, like, find a way, or, like... Like, my friend's wife, the same the same couple, like, she's, like, I love art. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, yo, like, you could do, like, logos mm-hmm. for people. You could do right. flyers for people. Like, you could do stuff for, like, maybe, like, you don't want to do canvases, but, like, she's, like, oh, like, I want to work with companies. I'm, like, yeah, like, go in there, do logos, do flyers. Like, you could do... Right. There's just so many ways to get into art. Like, it doesn't have to just be this like particular way so like if you're out there and you're trying to get involved like find a way to get into it and just run with it like yes bro behind the scenes people who are behind the scenes that's very important behind the scenes work you know what goes on behind the scenes who are the people who are setting up the shows like everything in between man A&R all that stuff it's all important people setting up (laughs) resumes so important you got a skill you're useful you're smart you can use a computer nowadays everyone has some sort of little thing that they're good at. Right. It's right. very awesome. It's very cool. I think that's important. I'm saying everyone's got something, man. Just, you know, you could put your mind to it, make you know, make make yourself useful. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Besides being a good person, I'm sure you know you can't have a skill. You know. Yeah, just, just like just tell yourself you could do it, and just start doing it. Like find a way and just run with it. Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, mm-hmm. like, my, like, I mean, like, my first maybe three or four years on the scene, I did, like, a lot of just, like, grunt work. Like, I would just go, like, to homie shows, and I'd be the guy, like, doing the merch booth. Or right. I'd be, like, the guy who's, like, unloading the, you know, all the, the uh, right. equipment and stuff yeah. like that. Exactly. And I'm just there around people. So it's funny, like, now, like, as an artist, where, like, exactly. there's people who are, like, 27 and up mm-hmm. who see me now, and they're like, oh, shoot, that's... That dude yep. who used to be lifting the drums for us, like, bro, exactly. <laughs> like they're like, yo, like what, like you doing, but like some, like the older artists, they see me now, they're like, oh, you was writing this whole time, I'm like, yeah, I was writing, I just was hanging yeah. out there, with like, where younger artists, they just know me like now, like they just know like what I'm doing now, right. so it's like they're like, oh, like he been out here doing it, but like yes. the older artists, they're like, this fool doing books, like they'll start laughing, but they're like, damn, like that's dope, so right. yo, they're just getting that vibe, like yeah. getting inspired, it was dope, definitely. Congratulations on the book, yeah, thanks, man, thank that's you, thank you, so, of course, that's- <laughs> thank you. So, like, things like that inspired <laughs> me to keep going. Yo, you released your book on the same night that we had the show. Oh, so sick. 
That's crazy. And then, uh, Shouts Out <laughs> dropped an album. Yes. Physical copies. Yep, Mad Zesty. For sale, Mad Zesty, out now. Please hit that man up. I think he said the first month or two, he's only doing physical runs. He mm-hmm. doesn't want none of the streaming. I like that. Super cool. That's so... I respect it. Uh, yes, I, yeah. I told I, him, I, I was like, it. I was like, get your coin. I was like, mm-hmm. get your coin, man. Like, right. I feel good to You're like, creative. not even to like talk myself up, but I feel like good to like push more artists to like do it themselves. Cause it's just like, I was like, all right, like you could go on these platforms, but I'm like, you saw that one, that one CD for 10 bucks. That'd probably be like five months of Instagram, of like Spotify plays for you right there. Like, right. like get it yourself, yes, make those interactions. Like, when I first started the books, I let Amazon do it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I didn't know who had my book. There was no interactions. Right. And then, like, I just was like, screw this. And I started buying my copies from Amazon and selling them myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, I went from making, I mean, I mean, I guess we can talk numbers here. Why not? Uh, <laughs> I went from making, like, seven bucks a book to, like, 33 bucks a book. Right. Yeah. And that's a huge difference. <laughs> like, you know, Absolutely. Huge difference. And then, like, yep. I get to sign every single copy. I get to know. I get to keep track of who has my book. Like, I have a tab in my phone right now. Of who has right. the book, how many copies they have, which ones they have, and it's like it just made it more personal, like you know, being yes. able to like meet Paul, shout out to Paul, and like being able to give him a book and not having him go to like right. the Amazon mm-hmm. machine. So like, I'm just happy to see like people like to see Feisty do that because like exactly it's a it's a like it's a risky proposition to just be like I'm not gonna do that route. I'm gonna you're gonna have to come get this physical exactly, CD bro. off of me, and it's just like you have to meet him. You mm-hmm. gotta meet him face to face, and he's also making his honest money because he put time exactly, into that. Bro. Hard work. Yeah. Pays off. Everyone needs support, man. And, like, the money's just a plus, but, like, everyone needs that support behind the scenes, you know? You might not see them all the time. It's the people that are just showing love all the time, the people who are supporting you. Right, and playing your music for other people. Give you a reason to do this. You know, they support your art and all that good stuff. Like, it's the best. No, that's true. Like, Like, I always tell people, I can't thank you enough. Like, I'll tell people, like, hey, like, like, I put this, like, little small little EP, I guess you'd call it out. Mm-hmm. And I asked my friend, I was like, hey, I got these four songs. And I, I was like, can I send them to you? And you kind of, like, tell me what order you think they would sound best in. And then, like, right. uh, on the flyer, I plug executive produced by Ayana. And she was just like, Bro, she was like, I what? Like, I didn't that. do nothing. And I was like, no, you, like, literally put the order of it. Like, right. you were the one. Like, I didn't, I was stuck. Like, I was like, and I was like, you literally saved me, like, three hours of time. Like, that would have been me sitting there I got to live like while she was doing that I was literally focusing on getting the book ready mm-hmm. because right. she was doing that part for me and like in her mind she's like all I did was here listen to music but it's like no like you literally contributed mm-hmm. to a, like project a project coming out like and she, in her mind she's like wait yeah, what plus it was probably easier to have her do that because like with your own music you're going to analyze everything mm-hmm. and be like wait yeah. how should it go whereas if their <laughs> friends doing it Everyone they're needs, like oh okay yeah. this sounds better right here and it's four songs so mm-hmm. it would probably take the artist you a long time oh yeah definitely definitely everyone needs some guidance you know like it's just some big homies like you know like when i'm recording with aussie you know big homie tells me what sounds good what Mm -hmm. doesn't sound good Uh uh-huh how we're gonna do this i'm like yes like everyone needs that guidance and that's dope working you know take that constructive criticism you know that's why i like working with him because if i say like if i'm like spinning a bar he'll be like okay that was good but like do it again but with Mm -hmm. this tone or with Mm -hmm. this attitude or like this like you need that that's so beautiful right yeah to get like to get like real feedback like how am i supposed to grow as a person if like everyone's just telling me like 
that's fire. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Right. Or, or honest opinion. Or the exact opposite. Someone being like, that doesn't sound cool. But mm-hmm. they don't tell you like, exactly how can I fix what. This? Mm-hmm. Right. Like when I was in high school, we like we had like a thing called pluses and deltas. And like basically like this is what you did well and this is what we can fix instead of saying like something was wrong. So that's kinda like how my brain's been wired since then. It's just that's like cool. I just hate like when people are just like, That sucks. It's like, all right, but like help me. Like, okay, if you don't like this song, right. okay, like like I'm here. Like, hey, yeah. I'm a, like please tell me how I can get better. Like I want exactly. to grow as a person. Like I'm not exactly. gonna punch in your face, I'm not gonna call you a hater, I'm not gonna block you on the gram. Like if yeah. you don't like something, go ahead. Like and then maybe exactly. something I didn't think about. Like Right. Yeah. Like my friend who wrote the outro to my book. I used to send her poems all the time and like she really helped me like help me develop like my uh, writing style because like I would just write stuff and mm-hmm. she's just like okay I like this poem I see where you're going with it but like in the middle it's too inconsistent and I and like yeah. first I was like what like I'm a dope writer like who you who you talking to but then mm-hmm. I was like oh like right. I was like oh like you know let me try let me try her advice and they like, just kept growing and growing and like and like you know she made me better as a person like shout out to my friend Yvonne oh, like yeah. for definitely you know making me better as an artist and as a person like being able to like take that constructive feedback and like that helped me out with my interactions like with just like women in general like Mm because i grew up like in the all-male home so it was cool to like be around like my women friends and then like telling me like different things and me being able to like check my ego at the door right right that's a whole nother conversation but yeah like no exactly just like having like dope people around you like help you grow it's dope man i I had a lot of women a lot of strong women in my family that i was raised by a lot of women i could say Mm-hmm. I have all my shots to all my uncles and everybody too, but I was definitely up kicking with my aunties and a lot and stuff. The best. My mom, my grandma, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's that's what's up, dude. Yeah, I you know every time I I record a new track, I send it to all my friends. I send it to Naila, you know, like that's my dope. my close homies, and I'm like, you know, check check this shit out, peep this shit. You know? Yeah, when you like, seen that video, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had to. I had to. You know, after we talked and I was like, we made the video sick. that night, and after I met met up with the Aussie, I finished editing it, sent sent it to me before we posted it. I had to see what you, you know, get your opinion on it, cause yeah, he it, was excited to is, send yeah. it to you. That shit was, I was exciting really excited to show you. Yeah, I'm excited to receive it. I was like, oh, this is this is sick. <laughs> I was like, cause I know I know how that goes. Like just as an artist, like like this is us. So it's like you know, like to we at work, like that's like your job. But like when you yeah. do art you literally like sharing a piece of yourself like exactly. every poem or every song right. every whatever like every like whatever craft whatever painting whatever you do as an artist like you're sh- literally sharing a piece of you so i'm Bro, always appreciative absolutely when i found out you had a podcast i was like "Ooh, i love podcasts <laughs> so like just to be a part of this podcast like you're featuring me on the podcast this is awesome like I'm, i appreciate I'm, you having me the blessings all mine but i'm gonna pause recording and do a part two because this thing holds like 60 let's do minutes. it so I'm gonna pause it. This is part mm-hmm. one. You guys go ahead and eat a cookie, take a get break, some whatever snacks, you need. Get a drink, man. Something. Use the bathroom. Do something productive. We'll be yes. back.